0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Bass Fishing Tips Podcast. My name is Justin Riley, and I'm your host for today. Uh, You can find us at Bass Fishing Hub Facebook group, and you can also find us at bassfishinghub.com. All your resources for uh, fishing tackle and gear and news and updates, and I really appreciate for all the listeners that listen in, and today's episode, okay, is going to be about a technique, and, and really one that's kind of an older school technique, you know? And it, it's one of those ones that with the recent bait changes in the last five or ten years is really overlooked. And I want to talk about it because this spring here in, in the Mid-Atlantic region, we, uh, our water in certain lakes is, is fairly clear. And and I'm not talking about like gin clear, like like, you know, you would find on like the Great Lakes or, you know, the Northeast or something like that. I'm talking about just a, that green clear. That you get in the spring you know the water's between 45 and 55 and everybody knows that, that i love to throw jerk baits but as that water starts to warm up just a little bit or you get these cloudy kind of windy days where you know it, it the water's a little bit colder and 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 what i'm talking about are slow rolled spinner baits okay and it's a technique that i think a lot of people kind of overlook these days you know it, it's either the jerk bait or everybody goes straight to the chatter bait or, or you know, a crankbait, but I, I can tell you that some of my largest fish in, in the springtime have come on a slow-rolled spinnerbait. And, and I myself, you know, I kind of got away from it also. You know, I mean, I, I love catching fish on a jerkbait and things like that, but, but sometimes those fish are down towards the bottom, right, where it's cloudy out and, you know, maybe early in the morning or it's just raining and it's cold. And that spinnerbait slow-rolled on the bottom Is uh, a deadly technique that a lot of people forget about. And I can tell you, like my first time I I really got introduced to this technique, it was it was kind of by accident, you know. My father and I were fishing, and gosh, it must have been 30 years ago. We were fishing in uh in Lake Anna in Virginia. So if anybody in the in the Virginia area knows where I'm talking about, we were fishing um in in Lake Anna and we we launched at a high point, and you know, I think we had just gotten a bass boat, you know, we had an 18-foot skeeter with you know, 150 horsepower XR six, you know, carbureted engine. And, you know, we were ready to take on the world, you know, you know, the boats back then there were no like 21 footers with 250 horsepower, you know, engines. It was, it was, um, it was 18 footers, you know, they fished, they even fished the classic those years, you know, out of just a, an 18 foot foot Ranger, you know, with like a 150 outboard. And that was the, that was the limit, you know, you couldn't have a faster engine. So boy, a lot of things have changed. Um, but anyway, we launched there and, and there was this guy named Chris and Chris has, Chris has been around and and he uh, would always kind of be very helpful. You know, I was a young angler then. I was probably only 10 years old. And um, we launched that day and we asked him, you know, Chris, what should we throw? And he says, you know, he says, go out of here, hang a right and uh, throw a spinnerbait. Crank it real slow. And, and so we thought, great, great, you know, let's do that. And I think we bought a couple from him. You know, I think he maybe had some spinnerbaits that he was looking to get rid of that day. Um. But there we were, you know, we were all excited. And I can remember, you know, um, can't even hardly get a cup of coffee down, you know, because I'm so excited to get out on the water. And it's, it's first thing in the spring and, you know, we're down south. We took a two hour drive in the car to get there. We launch and and and, and we're idling out of this little tight marina and we get to the outside and, and we hang a right. We go up and we're like, my father and I kind of look at each other like, where are we going? Like, we don't know where we're going. We've never been to this lake before. So we kind of hang a right and we go into this cove and it's like a flat cove and we just start fishing on the left-hand side. And um, Stanley used to make this spinnerbait called a, a wedge, right? A, a weedless wedge, I think is what it was called. And it was a, a little bit smaller spinnerbait, smaller profile. And he's up there chucking it, you know, messing with the trolling motor, trying to get it right. And, you know, we're new at this, you know, brand new at bass fishing. And um, he's just kind of crawling it along and, you know, he's he's, he's, you know, Fishing along and, you know, reaching down to get his Coca-Cola, you know, because because my father loves his Coca-Cola and so do I. So he reaches down, grabs his Coca-Cola and kind of pulls his rod along and and it just bends over. And, you know, I think he's hung up, you know, so, you know, he keeps, you know, as he swears to me, he's not. So, so you know, the mad dash starts, right? So we got a net and he's yelling at me, get the net, get the net, you know. So I'm, you know, in all these clothes, it's still cold and and, and you know, digging through and I get this net and I scoop this fish and it's like a seven pounder. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this is crazy. Like this, this, this bass fishing stuff. And we just kind of stumbled into this, this technique. And we didn't even know it was called slow rolling spinnerbaits at the time. You know, it was just one of those things that just happened, you know, and um, man, what I would do to get my hands on some of those old, you know, Stanley wedge, you know, spinnerbaits. The thing about that spinnerbait is, especially back in that day, you know, we didn't, we didn't have the, you know thousand lures that we have now, you know, I mean, my gosh, my garage is filled with 10 times the lures that I, that I never use anymore, you know, but we had these baits and, and the wire on them were so thin and, um, that spinnerbait didn't last long. You know, we caught a ton of fish that day, but what we were so proud of, you know, we drove around in the lake with that fish in the live all day long. And I, I must've looked at it, you know, 10 times and, you know, we waited in there and they, they took our picture and we got up on the wall and, it was just an epic moment. It was the days where, you know, he didn't have Facebook, you know, it wasn't like I could share it for everybody, but I knew damn well if anybody came into that Marina and saw that picture of my father's fish up on the wall, man, you know, we were proud. And, um, and that started it for us. And ever since that day, we took that technique and, and I swear this little, I think it was like an eighth ounce or quarter ounce spinner bait. Um, he would like crawl on the bottom, you know, and not very efficient at covering a lot of water, but you know, um, slow rolling spinnerbait. So myself, I prefer, you know, a half ounce blade. If I'm going to slow roll in a lake, I'm fishing, you know, five to to 15 foot deep and I'm slow rolling a spinnerbait. Right. And I love the KVD burner series. If you can find those, we actually have some of those at, uh, Bass Fishing Hub. We have a few of those left in our warehouse. Um, the Booyah Vibra wire is very similar to, um, there's light wire kind of heavy weighted baits. And, and all we're doing is just cranking it as slow as you can on the bottom, and and, and you know you can imagine this this keel weighted spinnerbait ban- bouncing back and forth, right? And it can you may hit a stump, and it like flutters the spinnerbait for a second. And that slow rolling technique, um, almost like you're fishing a crankbait, you know, just kind of bouncing it and grinding it off the bottom. Man, I can tell you when those fish load up on that, um, there's nothing like it. And you know, myself, you know, I, I like a, a white and chartreuse, but especially like a blue glimmer with a little bit of red in it, like the gills of a fish. And for some reason, that works really, really well. Um, I like around a 14 pound line because the thinner line like helps it get a little bit deeper. And what I'm looking for, right, when I'm slow rolling spinner baits, right, you know, I'm looking for, you know, main lake points somewhat. But what I'm looking for is, is like when you have a creek and the creek goes in and you have a channel, right, and each sides are kind of equal. And then, you know, the creek kind of necks down and I'm, I'm looking for areas where you have a flat in the back, right? And, and there's like a little divot, what I call dead end channels, right? Where like, if, if you were driving your boat, if you could get to the deepest water in the back next to the shallowest, those are the kind of contact areas I'm looking for this time of year. And what happens is these fish, they'll migrate, you know, um, they'll start off the day, you know, maybe, you know, off the edge a little bit. And then they'll migrate up these dead end channels and just kind of hang out there, you know, and and these are the big females, right, that are that are waiting to spawn to move up on the flats. And, you know, things that make these really good, you know, if you have if you have some chunk rock in there, if you have some stumps, Um, regular sandbanks probably aren't going to be the best things to do this one. Um, Bridges, you know, bridges are really, really productive to slow roll a spinnerbait down in basically anywhere, right, you would fish that suspending jerkbait um the, the slow rolling spinner but the benefit to the spinner bait right is that it seems that in overcast darker conditions or a little bit more stained water you can trigger those strikes Um, now anything below say 45 degrees really 48 to 55 degrees is the optimal temperature um in lakes that, that i find you know to really slow roll that spinner bait and, and yes they'll hit it when the temperature is warmer but for some reason you know when it's those temperatures, 48 to 55, man, it is just stellar to slow roll a spinner mate. And I've done this in lakes, I've done it in rivers, I've done it in ponds, I've done it in the north, I've done it in the south. Really doesn't really matter, um, you know, so, you know, if you go out and, you, and, you, and you're thinking, you know, man, I hammered them on the jerk bait yesterday, I really want to try that again. You get out there and nothing, right? Well, maybe those fish don't want to come all the way up vertically, or they're not suspending in the water column like they do when the sun's out that's when I fire the spinnerbait out there. It's easier for me to cover a little bit more water. Okay. than it is a, you know, suspending jerkbait. Um, and I can catch some, you can catch just some giant fish on them. So, um, I really, really love fishing those baits and, and As I'm reeling it in, sometimes I'll pop it, you know, and sometimes I'll let it sit there, you know, and just kind of fall and flutter. So, you know, I feel that a lot of people like, have forgotten about a damn spinnerbait. You everybody goes to the chatterbait. Everybody goes to the to the you know fancy crankbaits and or the jigs or things like that. And the good old spinnerbait's still out there. And you know what? They still catch fish. You know, and they still catch some of the largest fish that are out there. And where spinnerbait helps even you know a little bit more is it, you've got some vegetation in the water. So you know, there's a lake that we fished that sometimes has some uh, milfoil. Right. And if you know anything about milfoil you know, during the, the early, early spring, and I'm talking before it really starts growing back, you know, is it gets kind of stringy, right? You got like pods of it, but it, it's stringy. It's not as bushy as it used to be, right? The winter, shorter days and the, you know, the winter's kind of tore it up with some of the ice. So um, sometimes you just can't get a damn jerk bait through it, you know, without scaring the fish, right? But that spinnerbait, boy, she'll slide right through there. And, and I've found that when fish are a little bit more neutral, right? That works better than a chatterbait. A chatterbait has a, a pretty aggressive trigger, right? A spinnerbait just kind of sneaks up on them. I think of it mostly like like a swimming jig, right? Like a chatterbait has got that vibrating jig it, and it kind of comes through the water, but a swimming jig, you know, you can you can sometimes get more strikes. I think of this as like a, an in between of the two and um really really dynamite. So if you have not tried, okay, a slow rolling spinnerbait. So 14-pound line, like a 7-foot rod, bait caster. Um, I do like fluoro, okay? Um, you can go to 17 if you're fishing a little bit shallower, but I do like it, you know, with the 14-pound line because the thin diameter really helps the bait get to the bottom. I'm looking for stump points. I'm looking for dead-end channels, okay? Um, and I'm looking for water between 48 and 55 degrees, okay? Um, like I said, the Strike King, you know, uh, burner is really, really good. The Booyah Vibe i think it's the booyah vibra uh wire tandem spinnerbait is another one i really like that that's very similar to the old uh stanley weedless wedge so tip of the day try a slow rolled spinnerbait. you know um bring back the old good old days you know and um get out there and wing it you know you you might just surprise yourself with one of the largest fish of the day so As always, you know, we've got, you know, the ability, you can, you can send voice messages into the podcast. If you have any questions um, about any episodes or like to be featured in an episode, feel free to reach out to us. Okay. We also have a tournament series, um, the Bass Fishing Hub tournament series, the online tournament series, where, you know, if you fish it off the bank, we have a series for you. If you have kayak fish, we have a series for you. Or if you fish from boats, you know, we have a series for you as well. So um, you can find us at the Bass Fishing Hub at facebook okay we have a, a group there come on in you know we have a, a i don't know 12 15,000 anglers in there that all talk about you know and, and brag about their catches and stuff it's a really great group okay and you can also find you know any of the lures we talked about the fishing lines over at bassfishinghub.com so my name is justin riley i really appreciate everybody listening today and we will see you next time